Life is back on, sports bettors, and BetUS has your NBA, NHL, NBA, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting on all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800-79-BETUS. BETUS for 125% bonuses with the promo code the Zone 125 You bet, you win, you get paid. BETUS.com as we're going to be down at the Red Zone Madison doing the Zone Blitz pregame bash from 4 to 6 p.m. leading up to kickoff, 6 o'clock obviously, as Eastern Michigan comes to town, the Eagles, to get uh, hopefully tuned up uh, by the Badgers. The biggest question we have, boys, right, can Graham Mertz bounce back? I think that's that's a really big question. Can Graham Mertz bounce back? Can the offensive line bounce back? There's another one. And what the hell's up with Jalen Berger? Jalen Berger, who was listed as the number two week one, never even touched the field. Never even looked like he was going to touch the field. And the depth chart is out now, right, RJ? You said it's he's listed as an or? Or. So Chesma Lucy or Jalen Berger. Well, no, it's Isaac Grendo. No, or. or. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, I, my apologies. So, Rowdy, Paul Christ at the podium yesterday, and you described Paul Christ talking about Jalen Berger as what? Yeah, basically a word salad that just goes around and round. Round and round. Rat. Correct. Scott would be proud. Uh, I will read you what Paul Christ said. All right, so yesterday, Paul Christ was talking about how Jalen Berger, well, he wasn't really talking. He was asked about how Jalen Berger didn't see a snap last week in the loss to Penn State. He wasn't even standing by the rest of the running backs when the offense was on the field. So, uh, absence was a big surprise, right? Ches Malusi was balling. Isaac Grendel looked good at times. Malusi had 31 carries against the Nittany Lions. Uh, Isaac Grendel had 13 touches. Both both looked the part. I mean, more so uh, more so Ches Malusi than Isaac Grendel. But Jalen Berger, not there. So, Paul Chris was asked what the hell was going on. Dodged the question on Monday. And then yesterday was asked. And he said, and I quote, I've liked the way Jalen has practiced this week. There is not a sideshow going on. He's a guy that has had success before and was young last year as a true freshman. As long as he continues to approach it the right way and work, which he's been doing, his opportunities will come. Why would, when you pepper in, there's not a sideshow going on? To me, it tells me that a sideshow had happened. <laughs> there is a sideshow. There's definitely a sideshow going on. Uh, what do you think of this word salad, Rowdy? Well, one, he talks about how he was young last year, which is true. He was a true freshman. I think yep. he's and still young this year. He was getting about 15 carries a game once they really got him in the mix. So when he was young, he was getting 15 carries. Yeah. Now he's a year older, he's getting zero carries. Exactly. He's a year older. He's he's the He was the most experienced guy in that backfield. Is he not? Uh, yeah, is he not yeah. the most experienced guy in that backfield that was on the team last year? Correct. I I would be willing to bet he had more carries than Garendo. Nakia Watson is no longer there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Garrett Groshak is no longer there. Mm-hmm. He out carried. Um, he out carried Brady Shipper. Yep. He out carried um, Julius Davis. Yep. He Who out- had one carry last year. He was. <laughs> Braylon Allen was not there. Nope. No, none of these guys were there or had very many carries. Yeah, we joke about how he had a, a carry limit at fifteen. But all the guys that were taking more carries than him are no longer there. Yes, Chaz Malusi transferred in. But uh, 
Hell, besides, Chad Malusi had more carries week one than he did all of last season. Yeah, besides besides that, though, yeah. there's no reason why Berger wasn't getting right. touches or but why he wasn't in the game. There's not a sideshow going on, dude. There's no sideshow. But, the there's other no sideshow! The other thing that he mentions that I think is kind of interesting is the fact that he says, but he's had good practices this week. So are you saying he didn't have good practices last week no, when he didn't play? No, no, did no, no, no. He said, Paul Chris said uh, leading up to it that he was practicing really good, too. Like Paul Chris, I remember Paul Chris saying that Jalen Berger was having really good practices leading up to the Penn State game. And then after the game, they're asked, where was Jalen Berger? And Paul Chris says, yeah, he had really good practices leading up, but, uh, you know, Mshez uh, Malusi and Isaac Rendell were just running better. Well, one of the one of the things about Jalen Berger when he was coming happen. into the University of Wisconsin from high school was that he wasn't like, you know how you have kids that are like huge weight room guys that love to be in the weight room? Yeah. Yeah. That just, they can't get enough of it? Yeah. And then you have other kids that are really athletic that hate lifting weights. He mm-hmm. kind of fell into that category. Correct. A really athletic kid that just didn't like to lift weights. Wasn't that the knock on him last year? We got to get him more beefed up. Yeah, it was his skinny calves he and his skinny legs. legs. Well, all we heard coming out from this summer into fall was Jalen Berger finally got in the weight room. He added a bunch of weight to his lifts. He's added uh, weight to his lower body. It was all positive things. It was all... If, if Ches Malusi never transferred to Wisconsin... He it would be all right if he was the number one bell cow, but Lieutenant Dane, you ain't got no legs. Like, <laughs> but now he's got legs, and he knows how to use them. ZZ Top. And then you didn't legs. see him week one, and now he's getting these questions and somewhat, I guess, answering them going into week two. Yeah. I, like, are we gonna do? We, do we think we see Burger this week? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Do you think? I think we do too because he somewhat answered the question. He Paul Christed the question, right? Where he answered it, but not really. But I don't think he would have touched it like last, you know, like right away after last week. I so, feel like he wouldn't have touched it at all. I think if he wasn't no Paul Christ, he didn't really go out of his way to say it because he was kind of like the reporter was alluding to it, right? Like, you know, what's going on, with Jalen Berger? We saw that. Loyal Crawford got kicked off the team, and Antoine Roberts, the two freshman running backs, were suspended. Loyal Crawford kicked off, Roberts suspended because they had a fight. There was a knife involved, and there were more people involved in what was happening. It's just we don't know who, what, where, or why. Well, they went aware in the dorm room. And it was a Snapchat (laughs) video was recorded. I mean, you can end the board game right there. Yeah, it was. It's what, what did Rowdy say? It's like Clue. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, Loyal Crawford in the dorm room with the knife. There was a Snapchat video recorded. We, no one has seen it, but uh, we know it exists. And there was more people involved. It was running backs. Jalen Berger's a younger guy. He's a running back. I would assume the when you're in the RJ when you were in when you were practiced all the times in the games or whatever when guys have their 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 units that they're win and they're in do they kind of like click do they all kind of hang out with each other because they're all they're always together with each other right not necessarily um, before practice you're hanging out with whoever you're hanging out with okay I mean, so it's you, not necess- it could be your position group I, I feel like you'd have more opportunity the, to grow closer with those guys yeah because like, you're just with them a little more right. Um, but for the most part, you're hanging out with whoever you hang yeah. out with. I mean, Bernie wasn't hanging out all the time with the, the other running backs. I mean, some of his best friends are like Mark sure. Zuski yeah. or I'm just John I'm just Stocker, saying I'm just saying know? if you're it's if like, you're younger, new on campus, you probably gravitate towards well, guys that play like, like yeah. positions. Bernie and, and Zaluski had things they bonded over outside of football. No, I'm not saying yeah, but that happens most. <laughs> yeah, of the time. I'm not saying Jalen Berger was involved in this, but I'm just what I'm thinking is. 
there was more people involved. There's a Snapchat video out there, yada, yada, yada. And we didn't see him at all against Penn State, despite all him being listed as the number two and Paul Chris having nothing but nice things to say about him leading up to the Penn State game. Mm -hmm. And then Paul Chris says yesterday, there's no sideshow going on. Well, part of me feels like when someone says something like that, the exact opposite is happening. Well, that's why I think Mm -hmm. since he did make a comment on this and went more into it, which he really didn't earlier in the week, I feel like he's going to play because if he doesn't play, these questions are going to become even louder. Yes. Like where is where is Jalen Berger? Yes. Right. How many carries will Jalen Berger have tomorrow for the Badgers? You have four options. Now, last year Jalen Berger would have 15 carries every game, and then that was it. Done. Jalen Berger last week had zero carries, despite being dressed up ready to go. How many carries will Jalen Berger have tomorrow for the Badgers? Your options are zero, zero, or yes, zero for our Spanish-speaking friends. Less than 15, 15 on the nuts, poquito, or more than 15. Un poquito. Right now, fifth, less than 15 leads the way, Quince? and then zero. Yes, Keen says 15, right? Yeah. And then zero is the second place. No one has voted for 15 or See, more than I would 15. love to know with everyone that's voting zero why they're saying zero. Do they think he's out for this game again? Because nope. Garendo is that much better. Or they think he's third on the depth chart. If you're voting zero, I'm I, like I'm curious to know. Tell us why below. Yeah, because with everything Paul Chris said, it sounds like he's going to play this week, at right. least from what I gather through the word salad. All right, I just had a caveat here. Another, I added a tweet. If you're voting zero, tell us why below. I, I see. I voted less than fifteen because I think uh, Ches Malusi ran really well week one. What about Grando? He looked good too. I mean, he didn't look bad. Yeah. Grando still got 10 carries? I think when Ches Malusi had just a little bit of daylight, for the most part, he made pretty good of that. Uh, he actually exceeded what I was expecting him to look like. Yeah. I was, I'm was. i still like scratching my head over Jalen Berger. And Paul Christ, again, here's his comments. I like the way Jalen has practiced this week. There is not a sideshow going on. He's a guy that has had success before and was young last year as a true freshman. As long as he continues to approach it the right way and work, which he's been doing, his opportunities will come. Here's a guy. Now, here's a guy. So last year, uh, Berger didn't see any snaps in Wisconsin's blowout uh, win against uh, Illinois. Excuse me. Then the following game, he carried the ball 15 times, 87 yards, and caught two passes in a win over Michigan. And then every game he appeared in after that, he carried the ball exactly 15 times. And then against Penn State, he carried the ball exactly zero times. <laughs> Something's up. RJ, you and I joked about it. I know Nelly joked about it. When someone says something like this, there's not a sideshow going on. Something And then immediately a red on. flag. Yeah. Rowdy? So, something is usually going on. Rowdy, right? Isn't it called like, we knew a guy that would always say one thing, but the exact opposite was happening, right? I totally did that. Yeah, it's like, I never did that. It's like, mm, mm. well... You did. Quit touching me. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. Hey, what about this, Rowdy? If you touch me, I'm going to touch you harder. I've heard that before. Yeah. Rowdy has. I think I've heard Rowdy say that I've before. actually said it before. <laughs> if you touch me again, I'm going to touch you harder. <laughs> and you're not going to like it. 
What was the other one, Rowdy? This is what? What was it? This is. Yeah, that's an off-air thing. Oh, that's an off-air one. My my apologies. All right, so go get your vote on. What is Jalen Berger going to be doing? Zero, less than 15, 15, or more than 15? Chesma Lucy, though, boys. Chesma Lucy looks the part of the uh, a great, a good, I'll say, Wisconsin running back, yes? Better than last yeah. year, than what we had last year. Yeah, but everything gets better than what we had last year. We were talking earlier about how Jalen Berger was by far their best option at running back last year. He was a true freshman, obviously four-star from the East Coast, but... Uh, He's not playing probably if he was in any other running back room in the last two decades. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's not getting it. We're not having polls about how many touches he gets. I'll tell you how many touches he gets last year. If this was a standard Wisconsin running back room, zero, (laughs) he doesn't see the field, right? Zero. He was the best option they had last year or, and it was easy. Yeah. It was easy to tell. Yeah. Well, Garrett Groshek. Yeah, but Garrett Groshek is what he is. Yeah. Garrett Groshek was a great third down running back and occasionally us, you know, murdering Minnesota. Okay, so let me ask you guys. Here, here's the full uh, – we were just doing a little snippet. Here's the full Paul Christ uh, expert of uh, what he was talking about, Jalen. With Jalen – this is Paul Christ, quote. With Jalen, he's had a good week of practice. He was doing some good things before. It's just that we had last game we talked about this. We talked about it a number of times that how many carries go. And a part of it is we had a lot of snaps last game. But I don't know how many times we really felt like we were in a great rhythm. I think that always helps when you can get guys in and guys in a rhythm. God, Paul, Chris, this is, this is tough to transcribe. That's why right? it's hilarious reading the transcript. I'm reading word for word of a, tra- a transcription of Paul, Chris. It's tough. I'm going to try, try that again. But I don't know how many times we really felt like we were in a great rhythm. I think that always helps when you can get guys in and guys in a rhythm. But I've liked the way that Jalen has practiced this week. There's not a sideshow going on. He's a guy that had a lot of success before and was young last year, a true freshman. As long as he continues to approach it the right way and work, which he's been doing, he had a good week of practice. His opportunities will come, Jesus. And we appreciate the opportunity to read that. Yeah. That's just word salad. You appreciate That's, the opportunity. I appreciate the opportunity to read Paul Chris' transcription of uh, a question he answered to Jesse Temple. Of uh, the camp with Zach Howard. His opportunities will come that he'll be able to appreciate. I just well, when you go through, when you go through and you sift out uh, the lettuce and the carrots and everything that's in there, I don't think you're left with anything. Uh, well, he does say we talked about this last week, as it's from reading from you reading the transcript. I get it as in <laughs> he talked to the running backs and AKA Jalen Berger about carries last week, mm-hmm. and now. He's had good practice, a week of practice the week before, but he didn't get any snaps. And there was, you know, we're talking about how there's only so many snaps and blah, blah. It almost kind of seems like he, he was almost um, disciplined for something. Now, RJ, coaches hand down punishment and discipline sometimes, but we'll never say what it was because they don't have to sometimes, correct? It yeah, could be in-house. If it's, if it's not... Public knowledge, you don't have to yeah, ever Yeah, if say it's it. in-house or team rule stuff, you yeah. don't have to give it any information. There's, there's no reason. I mean, if, let's say, the fight between Crawford and Roberts Roberts happened in the locker room, we wouldn't be hearing about this because cops would not have been called. Yeah. Uh, team would have probably taken care of it. And he never, no one had ever known. Yeah. But here's the fact that some cops were called. Well, I mean, it happened on. It happened on campus property. I mean, 
technically the locker room's campus property, but well, yeah. it happened on non-athletic facility there property. You there you go. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Zero, less than 15, 15, or 15 or more for Jalen Berger carries tomorrow. I'm going to say, I'm saying less than 15. That's where I voted. Because I said 15. <laughs> well, maybe 14, 14 for me. No, but it, it's going to be, um, you got Chesma Lucy at 31 carries. Isaac Grendel looked good. And Jalen Berger, I mean, you already got a full running back room. How many how many times can you really hand the ball off? I mean, Graham Mertz still got to get his. No, he doesn't. I mean, he doesn't, but you'd like to see it. Wouldn't he you? absolutely does not. If If running the ball is going to win you the game, I can get out of there by 9 p.m. We got Dave Essler, a gambler to the stars, coming up. uh, But first, welcome to the show. Who's this? Hey, it's Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy, what's up, brother? Not much. Hey, I think there's something fishy going on with that. You don't go from playing that much as Berger did, and then all of a sudden you get zero carries. Jimmy, Jimmy, you're spot on, brother. And then, you know, you, you hear the gossip that the media members tried to inter- ask to interview him as one of the couple players they could talk to last week. and Yeah, they, they denied it. Yeah, they denied him. Yeah. It almost seems like, I don't know, some of you might not be old enough. You might be, but um, back when we had Anthony Davis, and he had uh, he was one of the best running backs in the country, and he supposedly got a rubber yep. pellet from Camp Randall in his eye and missed. <laughs> Not one week, but three or four. I think it was four weeks that year, and yeah. nobody could understand what happened with that. That's a tough. That's a tough rubber pellet in the eye, Jimmy. Yeah, that was very, very odd. But <laughs> so how many, so, how many, how many carries do you think Berger's getting? The, do you think the the, the in house suspension, if there is one, is still happening, or do you think we'll see him uh, on the field playing? I'm guessing it was a one game deal. Yeah. I'm gonna say I'll go with five. <laughs> okay, I'll take it. And you like you do like Chesma Lucy though. Uh, he was decent. We have ourselves a very special guest today. Now, I know we're, we're deep into football, deep into football. We got the Packers doing their thing on Sunday against the Saints. We got the Wisconsin Badger football team game number two tomorrow against Eastern Michigan. You know, NFL was last night. Tom Brady leads the Buccaneers or a game-winning drive. Suckup gets the kick. Uh, good. They beat Dallas. Uh, Mike McCarthy and the Dallas Cowboys. But there's also this. I love when it – well, listen, I love summer, I love fall, but fall always says the one thing. Yeah, football season, but also Badger hockey season. We say good morning to the legend, Barry Richter. What's going on, boys? How you doing? Barry, I'm it's been been good to see you. It's been too it's long, good to brother. See it's nice to see you in person. I know. Like in I know. person, this it feels is good. Great. This feels really good. And hockey's not far around. I mean, we got uh, we got some hockey coming up. I know it's Badger football, but we also got some hockey coming up. Well, Barry, you get and us. And a birthday, right, buddy? Rowdy? Tomorrow. Okay, I Rowdy have to give tomorrow. this. I have to give this. Both shout turning twenty-seven. Yep, twenty-seven, buddy. Barry Richter here, the Badger hockey legend. His uh, dad, Pat Richter's birthday was yesterday. Correct? Yep, exactly. The big 80, 0. 80. Give him a shout. What'd yep. you guys do? That was with nice the... to give him a shout out. Last was he listening? Yesterday. Yeah, I, I texted him. <laughs> does he? Well, he was Pat usually out. he usually listens. Doesn't he does he? usually listen God. to you guys. That's awesome. I love I love knowing the face that built the place. He says you guys are edgy. Well, the show's <laughs> Barry. The show's called Over the Line. We are edgy. Yeah. And my mom says, "Oh, they sort of push it." They sort of push it a little bit. That's what Renee Richter says, but that in a good way. In a good way. <laughs> I'll take the compliments from the Richters all day. I love it. So happy birthday to uh, happy belated. I guess we said on the day to Pat, but happy belated again to Pat. But you and Nelly both share a birthday Saturday. Yeah. Your guys's birthday. Nine eleven, buddy. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, quite the. Birth- 
But, I mean, obviously. I mean, we don't have to say much, but happy birthday to you guys when it comes to, you know, the day you were born. Yeah, it'll be good. And you guys got the tailgate tomorrow and everything, right? The invitations for you to swing on down, Barry, just yeah, to we'll let you know. To, we'll try to stop by. I know it gets them. to be a madhouse down there, but <laughs> the invitation is out there. So we'll uh, I'll bring cake for Rowdy, and I'll save a slice for you just in <laughs> so, case. So. All right, so, Bear, before we dive into uh, Badger Hockey and whatnot, um, did you go to the first game with your dad? Did your dad go to uh, Penn State, Wisconsin? Uh, my my, my uh, dad did go, and then uh, I was in St. Louis with hockey. So, oh, okay. um, you know, travel. we have a traveling hockey thing that I got to deal with with uh, under 15-year-olds, so Team Wisconsin, and uh, that's what it's called. And so we're, it's pretty much every weekend until a high school season When's starts. the last time you didn't do something – When's the when's the last year you didn't do something hockey related? Yeah, I know it just gets a little crazy. But uh, like when you're like it, two years old, I'm off this weekend, so I'm, I'm I'm yeah, I'm get to go to the game this weekend, so it's it'll be great to watch the 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 Badger football. I watched the second half and. Uh, Man, it was just uh, frustrating. Tough. I was yelling in the hotel room, you know, but uh, <laughs> it was tough. Back. They had a chance. They had opportunity, right? Opportunity. Yeah, you got to have the opportunities, right? <laughs> and we appreciate the opportunities. So, Bear, uh, real quick, I mean, how do you think Wisconsin football is going to fare? Are they going to be okay moving forward? No, I think they'll do fine. I think they'll do fine. I mean, usually you get those warm-up games. Uh, yeah, you know, going, right? I mean, usually get those warm up games. And now this is September. the warm up game. Yep, and this is the warm up game. But I did love how college football just started with a bang, you know, with a lot of great games last weekend, a lot of ranked opponents uh, that were going against each other. So I did like how, uh, how the college football did that. But once again, if you're if you haven't kicked off the rust a little bit, then maybe, uh, you know, I think there's some obviously some things that Wisconsin could have done a little bit yeah. better, and uh, they'll we need, probably... we need a Pat Richter like pump up speech in the locker room. Or yeah, something. we do. <laughs> and then Barry, when it comes to the Packers, I know you're a diehard Packer fan, huge Packer fan. Um, they got uh, they're in Jacksonville going against the Saints, obviously. How do you think the Packers are going to fare this year with you know the last well, dance kind of connotations? Of the I Rogers? know the last dance, and I was listening to some of the callers calling in and everything, and uh, you sort of <laughs> laid it out. Okay, where are they going to they going to finish first? The playoffs, the Super Bowl. I mean. I I think they can still they're going to win the the division, but uh, you know it, it does come down to and I heard someone else say this it, it's like injuries and then chemistry and then what what's going on what what is it is there a lot of uh, um, distractions shall I say you know uh, who knows if that's going to play a part in it but I think Rogers is pretty professional about things and I think he's uh, he's dedicated and um, he knows that this is a opportunity once again to uh, we appreciate do well. we appreciate you saying that yeah <laughs> I appreciate you appreciate you. <laughs> So who knows? I mean, you got You know, it's. I think we've got become. I, I listen to you guys a lot, and when I love think, that the Richters like that's like. So it feels so good. Like, oh, on the way my to, heart. on the way into work, and and I think we've become a little. You know, we got to take a step back on where Wisconsin sports has been. <laughs> I mean, just uh, you know, uh, whether it's full, Wisconsin football, the Badgers, or or Green Bay, and we're. It's almost like. It's a downer if they don't get it past the uh, you know NFC well, championship we've game. We've been so many. We've been so many times where it's like we're almost there. We're like there. And well, what then, do you call it then again? The nut the kick. Nut, <laughs> I love kick. it. The nut kick continuum. I would, I would but the to, Bucks one. I haven't seen it since the Bucks. You know what? The yeah. Bucks. One, I would love to hear huge. Pat Richter or your mom say the nut kick continuum. <laughs> <laughs> so we're having dinner with them again tonight. So hopefully, uh, <laughs> Patrick, like, I, will not be, so I will not be saying, saying that. that. Well, I feel uh, like a lot of the Wisconsin sports fans they hate people from Boston, or I guess you would say like the New England area. Because they won all the time. They win all the time. You had the Red Sox. You had the Patriots when Tom Brady was there. The Bruins were good. Obviously, the Celtics were always good for a long time. So I mean, we hate them right, because though. we want to be them. And yeah. now all of a sudden, the Packers are really good. The last few years, the Bucks have been really good. The last few years, and the Brewers four straight playoff I mean, appearances. I 
we've we've done really well for the state of Wisconsin. Really I mean, have. I think I mean, and the Brewers are just kicking butt, you know. And everyone, what was going on when we came into the season with the Brewers? Yeah, we we're were like, like, yeah, what's going on here? You They're know predicted I mean? so to get the third in not the central. Well Bear, in the beginning. I mean, Bear, are you are you kind of telling us to kind of just 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 be a little easier? Like, yeah, little you know, easier. it's tough. What I'm saying, <laughs> what I'm saying, it's hard to make the playoffs. It's hard to get to the semifinals. It's very difficult. Uh, and this is a guy yeah, coming. This is coming from a champion, right, Barry? It's very, very du- difficult to do those things. Everything has to align. You got to have, you know, not as many injuries. Well, in you your playing have... days, you know, going on and winning it all. What was it? Uh, that was you know, obviously, you guys had the skill and the and you know the the protege, the the bloodlines, everything going for you. But luck was involved too for you guys, right? Luck's like, involved. You got to have in your teams injury free. Um, look at the Bucks. I mean, you know, a toe over the line here or there. I mean, it's, yeah. it's just amazing. And then, and then, you know, and then team playing very well without Giannis when he got injured. So, I mean, this is, there's some good stuff. Let me ask you, I'm going to do some parallels between your, your NHL days and then with Aaron Rodgers, okay? So Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, well, then, no, hear me out, hear me out. Aaron Rodgers is doing this, you know, he's the, the pro's pro, the true veteran, right? The last dance kind of thing. And you said he's, you know, he's a professional. And, you know, he's going to go out there. In your NHL playing days, who was the big? Who was the big timer that you were with at the end of his in his career? Weren't you playing with the big timer NHLer? Yeah, Ray. I mean, I was with Ray Bork, um, and Ray Bork when I was with Boston, and he was sort of in the you know, I guess the the back nine of his career, as uh, people say. And uh, and you saw him. He went to he went to Colorado Avalanche yeah, to did, go for a cup was, to win a cup. I mean, he left actually Boston. He was he was there for many many years. Hall of Famer with Boston, and he left. He, you know, he didn't have a chance to win the cup. And Boston let him go. You know, for two years, the Colorado Avalanche. They made a trade, and there he goes. He wins. A, he wins a cup. So when you're in the locker room there, and you see a guy that maybe is like questioning where he wants to be and what he wants to do, did that his professionalism was he a professional, or did it distract from what was happening with the team? Like, was it something that was like deterring from the the goal for everyone on that team, or was it like, hey, I'm a pro, I'm going to give it my all? Not yeah, and I would say one. You know, a lot of these things didn't happen, you know, I guess 20 years ago, back in the day, it wasn't as much. And then if you take uh, also the hockey mentality, it really, really happens in the hockey locker room, these kinds of things that we're talking about. Yeah. Um, but they are starting to, starting to see them in the NHL a little bit more and more where people are disgruntled and they want to move on. But it, it's workmanlike. So I feel like in a hockey locker room, someone just kick your ass if you were stepping on a line. In hockey, don't (laughs) don't players a lot of times play for the same team for a long period of time because they sign such long deals. Yep. Like Mm -hmm. uh, off the top of my head, wasn't it like um, Suter and Parisi both signed like ten year deals, like twelve year deals? Yeah. That's forever in in a sport like football. Yeah. And and even obviously hockey is a physical sport too, but you're seeing guys play for a long time for the same teams in. Football and baseball, I feel like it's more almost rent a player. Yeah, no, it's it's really really different. You're you're right. You're you're right, Rowdy. It's uh it's it's very different, and you don't see a lot of that. And I think it's just because of the the culture of hockey is a little bit different than other yeah. sports. And so, but at the end of the day, I think like I said, workmanlike, you you they're there. I mean, because they have bonuses, they all have bonuses in terms of uh, performance. They have team bonuses in terms of wins and yeah. everything. So everyone's tugging on the same rope. They're trying to do it. I think it'll be fine. Uh, as I said, I think Rogers is a smart enough guy that he's gonna right, he's gonna get everyone motivated. Barry Richter joining us right now, the Wisconsin hockey legend. We, we want to talk some hockey, Barry. I mean, <laughs> you forgot my cue up music, by the way. Oh my God, Barry's. All right, do you have? Is it still food? That's fighters? on him. It's a little rusty. He's yeah, that's. 
I was I was caught up with the flow and the suit. And he was like just getting handsome, complimented maybe. about how good his music was like a week Barry, ago. Are we still going Foo Fighters? Are we still? Yeah, sure. Or are we going to go Green Day now? Are we going to go? All right, here. Want, here, let's. Uh, give God, I ten seconds. What an a, I'm You're just good. an a-hole. Unbelievable, dude. <laughs> All right, here we go. Well, I can say you can say that, Barry. As your mom said, we're we're, we're edgy. Edgy. So so bad. <laughs> there it is, Barry Richter, the Badger hockey All legend. Right, here, the Foo Fighters played in the background. My man, a little Everlong. Bear, what the hell are the Badgers going to do to replace Cole Caulfield? They got to come back and win that big yep. 10 again, baby. Yep. So, uh, you know, I was talking to Coach Strobel because I knew I was going to hop on here. And he's been everywhere. He's been recruiting a lot, as you guys know. He's, he was in Penticton, British Columbia, trying to trying to look at uh, some BCHL guys in the British Columbia Hockey League. What a life. So they're getting geared up, you know, and they're very restricted on how many hours they can practice. It's crazy. I think the NCAA doesn't understand that hockey's a – a sport that you got to sort of have repetition because it's it's on ice. It's a totally different type of thing. But uh, they are uh, heading into the season, like you say, they have lost a lot of scoring. So they got to have that. They got to get they, it's, it, and they're going to have scoring by committee is what's going to happen. They're going to have four solid lines. They're going to be gritty. Strobes loves the culture that's going on in the locker room, and they're Dude, building it right now. Fair. And so it's, it's Strobes. I mean, you know, you've been friends with Strobes for a long time. Uh, I'm just, you know, a couple of years now in a friendship with Strobes. That dude is the ultimate motivator. Like, I would love yeah. to, whatever culture he brings, I want a part but of it. But you could also tell when you're, you're talking about the culture inside the program, you can tell that with just talking to Strobel on air and off air. Yeah, yeah. He's, the, he's, he's the same. He, he was, how he felt about the team. A few years ago versus last year, you could tell it was a little different. Yeah, you're right. You guys picked it up, and uh, and now they've uh, like like I said, they've lost a lot of scoring. You had Caulfield leave, Ty Pelton Weiss, Linus Weisbach. I mean, a ton of scoring has left. But once again, guys get older. Everyone gets older, and then we have three uh, three very very old guys. I feel like of COVID protocols are coming <laughs> yeah, back. So right? you have Josh S. You have Inamoto that's coming back, and then Tarek Baker. So these guys who was the captain. So when you have guys that are 23, 24, you know, I think Strobes is looking at this team, and, and as I and as you talk about it, maybe they're sort of like that older team, and those older teams have success. So they have a, uh, you know, they're playing an exhibition game against Minnesota Duluth, uh, I believe on October 3rd up in uh, Chippewa Falls, I believe. That's already area. less than a month. Yeah, I know. Season, so, season underway, what, October 8th at Michigan yep, Tech? Yep, and at Michigan Tech, and so and then it just starts right into it. But he, he feels really strong that uh, – He's enjoying the time, practicing, getting to know the kids. They wanted to start fast uh, in terms of when they have that time together So because they're so limited. And so, and they have three really good goaltenders. So it's uh, Cameron Rowe is going to probably get the first start in Nets. And, but, you know, you have a couple uh, others right behind him. we got Garrity behind him. And then uh, I think another uh, freshman or, or transfer in the transfer protocol, Jared Mole, that came from Minnesota. Oh, nice. So. Uh, which is really weird. I don't know if you guys have been talking about this. This transfer uh, portal is like you're basically a general manager of a professional team. Yeah. I know Strobes was kind of like talking about it last year of how it's like, yeah, like you're a general manager now. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. So you'd always got, you know, you you get the notifications and then you got to get on the phone and start talking (laughs) to kids and try to recruit them. They're replacing a ton of scoring like you were mentioning. They are having some guys come back. But you were just talking about how Strobel was in Canada recruiting or at least scouting. How has that been for them? I know yeah. you've you've been in yeah. Canada with, with like the younger on. kids, right? How is how much more difficult is that with 
Canadian restrictions and COVID. Yeah, do you guys got to pay yeah. off like the border agents to get well, in? Well, I think or what? They, they open it up, and so you know, I didn't even ask him about that, but I knew I do know they opened uh, the border Strokes up. Strokes could talk to, his way in anywhere. Though. Yeah, he probably could. He, <laughs> he probably took the he's, Bush, Bush plane across the across <laughs> yeah. the border. So like, don't worry about it, boys. I'm, I'm good. I'm he's good. probably recruiting the kids that were out playing on the lakes last winter while they're getting handcuffed for being out. He's like, hey, that's the guy I'm recruiting. <laughs> yeah, I can't bring yeah. him on. Yeah. Um, so, Bear, I'm looking at the schedule here. I mean, they obviously open up against uh, Michigan Tech here October. I can't believe October. Eighth, the season gets underway. This yeah, isn't great. I know, I know. That's why I'm. That's why I wanted to stop by and say hello to you, boys. I know. Uh, well, every Wednesday, right? I mean, we're we're back in, right? Every Wednesday, we doing this thing. Yep, yep, we are for sure. We're doing that, man. Mm, I love it. Yeah. And then Army. Army, yeah, that's sort of a that's sort of a fun little uh, weekend for uh, because the football team is playing Army that weekend. Oh, yeah. So then, so Army, the it's a big Army weekend, going. and uh, you know there'll be some. It'll be, uh, you know, they haven't played Army in like probably since the 70s in terms of I was going to say, so. like, when I think Army, I don't think uh, I didn't hockey. know they had a hockey team. Yeah. Yeah, they did. I knew so. Navy had a hockey team in Air Force. Bear, who's the most random team you played in your, your hockey days for the Badgers? We played against uh, Alabama Huntsville. What? Yeah, that's it. There's a, there's a, would you guys beat them like 30 to nothing? It was, it was point night. It was point <laughs> night that night. It was point night. That's for sure. So, oh, but, that's uh, crazy. But, you know, I mean, it's, uh, you know, Michigan's going to be tough. Yep. Uh, Michigan's going to be tough, I believe. Can the Badgers have. repeat this year and for winning the It'll, Big Ten? You know, they can. They can repeat. Uh, it, Michigan has, like I said, I think Michigan is picked to probably win the win the Big Ten. They have maybe three to four first-rounders that were, that were picked And that's this been year. the team they've struggled with the last few years, yeah. too. But the one thing is that when you have these first-rounders come in, so there's, I think there's like three, four, or five of them, I guess, on Michigan this year. They're still young. They're like 18, 19. Yeah. And so if you can – and now the batters are a year older. you got some guys that are coming for the fifth year. So those those games could be had just because of the fact that, you know, you're playing against really young players. And so I know I think uh, they were selected. I think Slod to maybe finish third, mm-hmm. you know, in the Big Ten. Time but to prove the haters know. wrong. Well, that kind of happened in Wisconsin, didn't it? Because when uh, Granado and Strobel came in, they were recruiting a bunch of – uh, players that were better caliber mm-hmm. than what they had been getting, yeah. and you saw for the, the first shift. few years that they struggled too. But I remember you guys would come on and say, "Hey, these guys are really young. These guys are, are extremely young compared to some of the guys they're playing." Mm-hmm. Well, now they're the older team, and Michigan, though they have studs, they're the younger team. Yeah, so it'll be it'll, it'll be interesting to see how it shakes out. Uh, but it's very, I mean, NHL is very youthful. It's very young. Uh, it seems like all the leagues are going very, very young. I got, a, I got a message here from one of our guys on Twitch. Uh, 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 Muzz Infamous says, I've been in the Army for 15 years. I am now just finding out that we have a hockey team. The more yeah, you know. no, Division One Army's got a hockey team, yeah. <laughs> and he's in the Army. So I'm looking at the schedule too, Barry, before we let you go here. Clarkson, and then we have the holiday face-off. Oh, yeah, there we go, Pfizer. Yale, it's in Pfizer. Yes, the Pfizer form. Yale yeah. is coming, and Bowling Green Prov- or P- Bowling Green. That's Providence. a tournament. That's a holiday tournament that was actually started back uh, when back in the early '90s when I was playing. That was played at the Bradley Center. It was a really fun tournament. It's it December twenty sellout, seventeen thousand, and to have a, it'll be really cool to see a hockey game in Pfizer. If I, I think Pfizer is a great arena, very steep. Well, I saw t- I saw the band Tool there, Barry. I wish Ooh, you were there. It was yeah, awesome. I know you said that's a good. band. He actually yeah. just got back from it like a couple days ago. It hey, was so long. Hey, 
Barry, two Barry, songs. You would, yeah. you would, you like Tool. Come on, right? You'd come. I to, don't know much about him, buddy. You would come. Why, you would, you would come experience. to the show with me. Though. I hear it's experience. My wife looked at me. She goes, "I feel like I'm in a cult." I'm like, yeah. "Yes, I hear, in a good way." I hear it's experience. You would go see him live, though. We were you? supposed to go at a Cole Center. Uh, I think it was last year. That I've, it got I've been to like 80 concerts. Barry over here has been to like 800 concerts. We got to, we got to get going to some. I'll get some uh, Sylvie tickets for us, Barry. Yeah, I know. We we're, we're trying to go a couple of weeks ago. We missed out on yeah. each other. We're, we're gonna get her going. All right, and Barry, before I let you go. I know you had some time in you had some time in Russia playing, right? Were you in no, Russia? Or I had played in Russia though. I played so I played some tournaments. I didn't play. Prof, um, Where'd you play professionally overseas again? I played in Sweden and Switzerland, but I did play in a couple tournaments in Russia. Okay, so um, you had time in Russia, right? Yes. We were talking off air, uh, well, on air as well about our favorite Rocky movies because mm. we were we were trying to think of movies where people yeah. finish second, Triangle. and then the first one Rocky does finish second because you know Apollo Creed, and then we were both saying Rocky Four was the best Rocky. Do you is have that, a, your, Do you have a favorite that, Rocky movie? I always I like I mean I like the first one it's I I do you know and I was gonna ask you your time in Russia did anyone ever bring up you know uh, Rocky Four at all <laughs> <laughs> the one thing you do when you do go over to Europe or Russia for that matter you know just think about it you know all these movies come from America right and you know what the common theme of these movies are it's like beating the Russians <laughs> well yeah that that and then also it's like okay. Uh, you know, Americans come in, they do well, or whatever, whatever character it is. And then all of a sudden, they're underdogs, and they get you know knocked down. But then they, you know, at the end of the movie, we always win. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. It's like, you know, so when you talk to like Europeans, they're like, "You guys are does does Russia have they banned the movie Miracle from Russia? Yeah, <laughs> actually, they have a different version. <laughs> I did watch the thirty for thirty on the the Miracle story, but from the Russian perspective, very interesting. Yeah. Hey, Bear, no, love it, man. Yeah. I'm glad that well, I'm to see here. you guys. So and I'm you so guys. glad that we're going to have uh, you and uh, hopefully Strobes. We should get in contact with Strobes. Uh, I mean, if not, I mean, we got God's gift to radio we'll and hockey right phone. here. Barry, we'll Barry Richter. Thank you so much, Barry. It was a pleasure. Badgers, do they cover tomorrow? 26 points. Yeah, they cover. They're going to be growly. They're going to be a little upset at what Grumpy. happened. Grumpy. Yep. Exactly. And Packers, do they beat the Saints? For sure. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt right there. No doubt Barry Richter, the man. We'll have him all hockey Do season. Do the Brewers Wednesdays. win the World Series? Oh, yeah, Brewers win the World Series. No doubt. No, 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 no. <laughs> you can say it. It's okay. You can, you can say I, no doubt. Listen, I, I, I'm looking I'm looking forward to that matchup when they play some West Coast I don't teams. know what it is. Whoever's, whenever we have a guest in and they sit in this chair, Barry, we ask them, will the Packers win the Super Bowl? Yes. The Bucks already did it. And then we get to the uh, the Brewers, and they always say, whoever in that chair says, I it was like him and Hall over it. It's tough. I mean, they're stacked out west. Those two teams are stacked. Brewers out west. own the West, I though. Know, I know. Barry, hey, you it's you, a good you year own for... our hearts here, Bear. So we're good. excited to have you for hockey season again. Yeah, man. Well, it's great great to see you guys in person. And Appreciate happy it. early birthday tomorrow. Yeah. You and Rowdy celebrate. Rowdy, and why? Do, hey, I want to know. Maybe the listeners want to know why do you call him Rowdy? Is it Rowdy Rowdy Piper? Because you got what? What hey, is I don't that? even think he knows who he is. Uh, it was like a, a backstory from high school. Okay. We'll it's, keep, I'll tell you. We'll keep it that. We'll keep it's, it I don't think it's that crazy, is it? Right? It's not really. <laughs> All right. All right. There he is, Barry Richter. We'll come right back. See you guys. Life is back on, sports bettors, and BetUS has your NBA, NHL, NBA, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting on all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800-79-BETUS. BETUS for 125% bonuses with the promo code THEZONE125. You bet, you win, you get paid. BetUS.com. Our gambler to the stars, Raphael. What's up, Raph? How we doing? 
pretty good. How about yourself? Raph, I am on freaking cloud nine, dude. We got Badgers, uh, you know, tomorrow, and then Packers. Packers get underway on Sunday against uh, the Saints. Are you in New Orleans right now, or are you in um, uh, Vegas? I'm in uh, I'm in NOLA right now. We're doing some cleanup. Uh, the wife's uh, studio took a little hit, so uh, I'm cleaning up for for a while. Yeah, how's it? How's everything going on down there? Like, how how is everything? Yeah. Dead. Uh, it's it, we had no downtown New Orleans, the French Quarter, no water whatsoever. It was it was the people who lived and stayed here. Some of my friends who stayed here, they said it was about a tornado for about twelve hours. Man, yeah, crazy. Well, I hope everything's okay for you guys. Thinking about you, Raf. Uh, but like you know, money never sleeps. I know you're always working, 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 Raf. Uh, when it looks that we've had this question a couple days ago, uh, Wisconsin, mm, that was a tough one against Penn State. I, I didn't really care for that, Raphael. But the question is, uh, 26, 26 and a half points now over Eastern Michigan. Can Wisconsin cover that big spread against uh, the Eagles of Eastern Michigan, Raph? I think if you're going to play this game, I would say you either take the over. Because I think if the game goes over, that means Wisconsin's going to win big. I, I don't know if I would lay that number at least yet. Because, I, I mean, they look really uh, bad against Penn State's defense, so... I'm going to hold back and say if you're going to play this game, I would say look at the over because if, if Wisconsin does win and cover, the game's going to fly over. So at least if you have the over, you're just rooting for points and a Wisconsin W. It's hard to pick your team when you're laying that big uh, spread and they win, but you lost because you only won by 14. If you bet the over, just go root for points and root for Wisconsin, tons of points. Yeah, looking around the landscape of college football, is there any bets that you're, you specifically like, Raph, that you're looking at like, I, I like this, I could get down with this? It's a lot of – I mean, we had a, such a good week, two of college football last week. And then if you look at some of these games, this is some garbage, garbage games <laughs> this, uh, this week. So there's a couple of ones. I mean, I wish the Oregon-Ohio State game was like a 2.30 game. Why is this a noon game? This is why I hate some of the Big Ten football. Just some of the time slots, it just scratches my head. Uh, but I'm really excited to see some, uh, some Pac-12 action at UCLA beating LSU. Give me some USC-Stanford. Uh, late at night on Saturday while I'm watching boxing at the same time. So I can't wait to watch that one. And I'm always – one of my favorite uh, matchups of the year is always Iowa-Iowa State. I yeah. just, for some odd reason, I've never been to any of the stadiums, but I just love watching these two. They're always a hard-fought battle, always close games, defense always uh, on par. Can't wait to watch Iowa-Iowa State. Rowdy, tell Raph what you did today, what you took. Yeah, I actually took the Washington Huskies plus seven against the uh, Michigan Wolverines. What do you think of that, Raph? Now, did you bet that just because you hate Michigan, or did you bet that because you think there's value? I think there's value, especially a team that was ranked 20th going into the season, and they didn't look good against uh, Montana. Don't get too overreacted or overreactions to a bad loss like that. We've seen a Michigan team be really good and lose to Appalachian State. Yeah, I, mean, I like the number you got. Uh, I think yeah, that's the best part because I think if Michigan does win, I don't see them winning by a touchdown or more. So I think I, that half a point is going to be big for you. So I like the number you got. I think Michigan does win. I don't think they cover. Would not be shocked if Michigan wins by like five points or less. Now, Raphael, our gambler of the stars joining us right now. Raph, when it comes to the NFL, we took the Cowboys plus nine and a half last night. Got that. But, man, what a, how did it feel to have NFL back? That was a hell of a game last night, wasn't it? Yeah, it was uh, it was very interesting uh, just because I didn't think it was going to be that close of a game. And I thought we were going to see defense. Uh, uh, yes, it was no defense to be found in that game. I liked the under in that one, so I have scrap paper for toilet paper this morning after I chugged down another <laughs> cup of coffee. So uh, a little bit shocked at how poorly the defense looked. And, I mean, I know I know Tampa Tom uh, won that game, but that, that defense could be – if they keep 
continue to play like that, there's no way they're going to go undefeated, and there's no way they're going to win a Super Bowl. The Tampa Bay has some question marks on D. Okay, how about this, Raphael? Something that's near and dear to our heart, and you know this, the Green Bay Packers. Taking on the Saints, but as you were just, you know, unfortunately talking about earlier about, you know, Hurricane Ida and whatnot, the game has been moved to Jacksonville. Uh, I think last, did I see the Packers favored by three and a half, I think is what I saw. What do you think of this game coming up here between the Saints and the Pack? Yeah, I'm torn in this one. So late at, uh, the other night, late at night, I was up till three in the morning doing Trump boxing commentary odds, and all of a sudden my phone's pinging like crazy, and I'm seeing six-figure bets coming in on the Saints against Green Bay. I have no idea why. We could all agree the Saints probably had one of the world's worst summers in training camps that we can remember. Uh, finally uh, picking a quarterback, some people retire, some people uh, they let go because of free agencies. I don't understand the Saints' money coming in. I like Green Bay. I like Green Bay big. <laughs> Love it. Uh, did you say, Raph, did you say you're working on what odds? Trump boxing uh, odds? I, I released some, some horrible Trump boxing commentary odds that the PR people wanted me to do because he's calling the fight, him and his son, uh, of the Holyfield Belfort fight on Saturday on Fight TV. Uh, he's going to be commentating that whole fight. So, of course, I had to do some prop bets on so, what he's going to so say. So, like, what, what prop bets did you do? <laughs> Uh, you name it, I put how many times is he going to say the word China? China. Will, he say, will he say Sleepy Joe during uh, the broadcast? Will he mention Anthony Fauci? <laughs> what family member would Trump mention more during the broadcast? The Bidens, the Clintons, the Cuomos? How do you set lines for this? Like, what do you, like, how, do you, how do you think of these? Like, what do you do? How do you do it this? Took me, it took me a while just to think of betting prop bets, and then once I get going, it, it just it just all starts So you opened in. up Pandora's box, is what you're saying. Yeah, like how many times would Trump say great over under 25 and a half? Uh, that's, that's when I need an intern that's going to be working late Saturday, because he's going to have to rewatch the fight to count how many times he says the word great, because we know Trump is going to say the word great so many, many, many times. I, would, I just got into my email, and I remember getting a, a, something from you, and it was these odds, so I just found it. And at the end here of your email, Raph, Fictional exhibition boxing matches. Donald Trump v. Joe Biden. And Trump is a heavy favorite in this fictional exhibition boxing match. The line is set at minus 5,000 to Trump and Biden's plus 1,200. How do you, now, how does this, ha- what is this? How does this happen? How do you do this? What's the, is there a limit on this? Uh, we, we, on this? We put a very, very, very low minute uh, limit on it. This is just for water cooler talk. Uh, you can't actually, because this is never going to happen. Uh, it, it, both of them are out of shape. Both of them probably shouldn't be in the ring. But my favorite one is I made Putin uh, the favorite over Donald Trump. Uh, and, I made, uh, and I made Cuomo the favorite over Donald Trump. So those are my two favorites. Oh, Putin man. would crush Donald Trump. I see Trump is minus 3,000 over Bill Clinton plus 900. I think Bill's still taking the blows from uh, Lolita Express being uh, decommissioned. Uh, I, I agree, and he just had hip surgery, if I'm not mistaken, Bill Clinton. Yeah. That's why I think, I think I, he's still I, a little I, distraught over his good buddy Jeffrey Epstein, you know, quote-unquote yeah, killing a, himself. Hanging around? Yeah, just hanging around. Raph, I just the life of a line setter is just incredible, man. Incredible. I, uh, I'm glad I can entertain you guys uh, when you guys open up my emails. I am always very entertained by your <laughs> your your awesome your awesome bets. Anything else in the cooker, uh, Raphael? Anything else you got going? Like any other crazy keep, ones? Or is, this, I, is this it? I actually put up I actually put up some uh, some more Kanye West uh, Grammy odds. I put uh, who had the most Grammy nom- nominations: Kanye or Drake. 
will Kanye West perform? Will Drake perform at the Grammys? And my favorite one, will Drake and Kanye West perform together at the Grammys? Oh, wow. Hey, I, I listen to both albums a lot. Give me Donda over Certified Lover Boy. I think Donda. Put me down for Donda winning more Grammys, all right? Uh, plus 110, so if you're here up again, you get plus money. What's Certified Lover Boy at? Uh, minus 150. Oh, yeah. Give me Donda. Raph, always a pleasure. If we're going to follow along, how can we do so, my friend? Follow me over at DocSports.com. Follow me on Twitter at VSI DocSports. And you can also find all my crazy betting odds over at MyBookie.ag. And boy, are they crazy. Raph, we love you. Have a good weekend, my man. Take it easy, guys. See you, buddy. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'd be willing to take uh, Putin versus almost any world leader. Wasn't he like KGB? Yeah, he was KGB. And like special forces? Yeah, oh, yeah. I don't think he... Did you see him riding around that uh, that horse shirtless? That dude's pretty yoked still for being an old-timer. I think he's probably got to be the favorite, especially with that type of training. It's KGB. <laughs> no doubt. All right, welcome. <laughs> How do you make it? I like Raphael. What a job. I'd love to actually see the line between uh, King Jong-un and Biden. I don't even know where this is going. We'll come right back. What are your expectations for the Green Bay Packers this year? I have the options. Make the playoffs, make an NFC championship game, make a Super Bowl, and then win said Super Bowl. Uh, RJ, we'll start with you because you're out of here sooner. You're out of here sooner than we are. We're here till 10. You usually get out here after this segment. Which is always sad. I can see him making another championship run. Uh, NFC championship? NFC championship run. So expectations for you is an NFC championship game? Yeah. And then whatever happens, happens? Whatever happens, happens. Rowdy? Well, this is very easy and simple for me. With Aaron Rodgers from about 2010 till forever, outside of one season, hasn't the goal always been Super Bowl or bust? I mean, it is title, called Title Town. Correct. They've made it to two straight NFC Championship games, being just one game away from the Super Bowl. I'm being sold that this is supposed to be the last dance. It's Super Bowl, period. Okay, maybe I should maybe I should say, what do you think the Packers will do this year instead of expectations? Because you're right, Rowdy. The expectation all every year from from the start of time to the end of time for the Packers is Super Bowl. It's called Title Town. Hell, the trophy is called the Vince Lombardi Trophy. It's like that's that's Packers royalty. You have Aaron Rodgers coming off an MVP season. You have one of the best, if not the best, wide receiver in the game, Devontae. And they're all they're all talking about how this is the last dance, and yep. they're they're basically comparing themselves to the Chicago Bulls and what Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen did. It has to be Super Bowl. They don't make movies about the team that gets second place. If they do, a bunch of people that are into participation trophies will go and watch it. I'm trying to think if they do make a movie about second place. I don't think so. Eh, Friday Night Lights. No. Well, well, they're already... Well, what happened at the end of Major League? I mean, they won the pennant, right? Yeah, but they don't show you losing because, remember, they talk about it in Major League 2. Oh, yeah. That they lost after that. Unbelievable, dude. Yeah, but you're right, Rowdy. It's the expectations every year are Super Bowl or bust. So I should say, what do you think do you happens? Think, sorry, with the Packers do you think do they do you think they make that uh, last dance documentary if they lost? No. no. Well, maybe, but with a with a with a with a twist, with an M Night Shyamalan twist. All right, how far do the Green Bay Packers go this year? I'll do it to that. Make the playoffs, 
make an NFC Championship game, make a Super Bowl, or win the Super Bowl. RJ, I know, I think you, I think you knew what I was saying when I said it. Yes, a league of their own. They lost the the World Series. A league of their own. Well, there's no crying in baseball. Yeah, the Rock, no crying the Rockford, in baseball. The Rockford Peaches lost to the Racine Bells. We do have a message here. That's funny. From G Dub, he says, second place. That's the story of the King's life." Hi-oh. <laughs> a little listener. Oh, then he says, just kidding, King. A little listener on listener violence already on a Friday here on the Twitch channel. I absolutely love it. Uh, BookCon75 says, because of the Rodgers disruption over playing the season, asking for players he likes, etc., this team will not be cohesive. It's just the playoffs, but no NFC championship game. And then uh, your one of your good friends, Rowdy, just texted me, Mike Becker. He just said they did make a documentary about the Buffalo Bills. They went to the Super Bowl four straight years and took second place every year. <laughs> Could you yeah, imagine? Yeah, but that's like that's those, those teams were like the four greatest teams to never win. Isn't, I mean, you look at the amount of players on those teams that went on to be like NFL all-timers. Mm-hmm. It's more of a shock that they didn't win than futility. Would you have, would you rather have your team not make the Super Bowl or have your team go four straight years in a row second place? Not make the Super Bowl. Not make the Super Bowl. <laughs> I, I couldn't handle. I that couldn't handle the pain. Years. No. Well, I mean, we kind of we kind of have it like the Packers, right? I mean, how many NFC Championship games do they have under their belt without making it to a Super Bowl? It's yeah. so. I mean, we kind of have it. It's just kind of wonky. Yeah, uh, but at least it's not. On I don't know. I think stage. I'd rather have my team go. F- have four wins for four straight years, then go to four straight Super Bowls and lose. Yeah, There's only one way to go, guys. That's up. <laughs> so we're focusing in on now Sunday as the Packers go to TIAA Bank Stadium in Jacksonville. And I was reading some a bit about why the uh, the Saints chose uh, – Hurricane Ida obviously displaced them uh, in New Orleans. So they, they chose Jacksonville because of Aaron Rodgers – not the greatest of records, I guess, in Florida. And also, they wanted the heat to kind of get to the Packers. Last time I checked, both teams are playing in the same heat. Yeah, and I think Jameis Winston was saying something about how they were trying to pull the Saints fans from, obviously, Florida, Georgia, yeah. Alabama, Mississippi, and Louisiana to all go there. Little does, I guess, Jameis Winston know that <laughs> a ton of, well, former Wisconsin residents or partial Wisconsin residents live in Florida and oh I don't know the Green Bay Packers are also one of the better traveling teams just in general in the NFL yeah last time I checked the uh, Packer fans would like put a second mortgage out on their house or I, sell like a like a kidney or something to go travel to see a Packers game obviously I don't know what the numbers will actually be but I was hearing that people were anticipating it to be 60 or 70 percent Packer fans it's going to be nuts of Packer, full of Packer fans. Uh, Aaron Rodgers talks about how he heard a little birdie tell him that the Saints picked Florida because Rodgers' career record is three and four there. I did hear something. Tom just mentioned actually uh, some about Expedia and checking flights. And if that's true, hey, you know, good for them. Trying to get every little advantage. I would assume, based on when we played in Jacksonville the last couple times. There'd be a lot of Packer fans there. So even still, you know, not playing in New Orleans um, with that crowd noise back-to-back years is definitely uh, nice. And when people talk about the heat and how it affects players, obviously it affects players. It affects every human being. 
But it's not like all of these players live in Wisconsin from the day they were born until the day that they die. I know. Or, or the fact that they're always in the cold weather. A lot of them, they're basically just in Green Bay for the season. Um, you also have a ton of guys that come from all over the country on every single team. Look at uh, Valdez Scantling talking about, man, this heat's nothing for me. He grew up in South Florida. He went to college in South Florida. I know. It's, what are we? How come no one's talking about the heat for the Badgers tomorrow? It's supposed to be ninety degrees. Why, I, I why think is no one talking about that. I think when people talk about the heat really affecting players, I think that's way more of a myth than what it actually used to be like years ago. Yeah, well, listen, it's everyone's playing in it, and we're not going to melt away like we're in some sauna that's a hundred and like eight degrees. It's going to be ninety tomorrow. It sounds beautiful. Love it, and I'm sure it'll probably be humid. Yeah, now, thankfully, the, it's a night game yeah, for Wisconsin. I know. Let's go to the phones. Welcome to the show. Who do I got? God damn it, dude. Shut up. Just pass out. All right. So, Rowdy, <laughs> looking at the Packers and uh, Aaron Rodgers, and uh, everyone that you know, has a pulse and is good. They didn't play at all in the offseason or preseason, excuse me, preseason games. They just kind of just sat around. Rodgers on the sideline helping out Matt LaFleur, uh, you know, trying to coach up everyone. Does that concern you that a lot of the big dogs didn't have any action at all in any preseason game? Uh, we've talked about this a little bit before, and I'm going to have the same exact answer. Under Mike McCarthy, yes, because every time when it, it felt like Mike McCarthy and his starters didn't play very much slow. or play at all, they came out slow, they came out lethargic, they had to basically, almost like we were talking about with the Badgers earlier, how you know sometimes you like the nice cupcakes, you can kind of work out the kinks. The Packers had to work out the kinks for the first three, four weeks, and you could definitely tell that. Now, under Matt LaFleur, who's done it less and less every season, they've had more and more success and don't look like they miss a beat. Now, I think you're going to have to say that's one thing and one thing only, how the coach handles it. And Matt LaFleur appears to handle not having players play better than what Mike well, McCarthy did. It's all about the, you know, it's that old school mentality, right? It's, um, you know, we you have to practice. It's all about practice. Proper execution prevents piss poor performance. You have to practice. So you look at uh, the season then, it's like, well, then you got guys like tanking out at the end of the year because of all the, you know, the energy they dispelled early on. So look at last year. There was no preseason. There was none of this. It was all wonky, right, because of the stupid Rona. What happened last year without preseason and Rodgers playing in it? The Packers had the number one offense in the league, and Aaron Rodgers won MVP. For everyone freaking out about not, you know, preseason, I think they're going to be Yeah, and Mike Mike Clemens has come on and said some of these Green Bay Packers, especially Aaron Rodgers, are looking sharper than they ever have in any preseason or any practices he's ever seen. He's been covering the team for over two decades. Yeah, I guess the only concern would be what, the rookies on the line? Uh, Royce Newman. Yeah, but they played a lot during preseason because they got a lot of snaps. All of the young guys got a ton of snaps. But if I remember, I think it was Mike Myers. Who kept stepping on the feet of Jordan Love? Jake Hansen. Oh, yeah, but whatever. That's fine. He's also yeah. like the last lineman to make the squad. That's, and if he, if he yeah, plays, they're in fine. real trouble anyways. Yeah, that's, we, but don't, we don't worry about that. I think it was Mike Mike Clemens that said that Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams are looking as good as they ever have and are on like the best page they've ever been on. Yeah. And I think that spells that that spells worry for a lot of defenses, especially when you look at this this offense that was the best offense in football. And Aaron Rodgers was talking about and had some comments about his third year in the Mike McCarthy system versus 
third year in the Matt LaFleur system about how just in general being in it for three years, it really gets humming. Yeah, th- third time's the charm, right, Rowdy? I mean, yeah, first year was a little wonky. Um, second year looked very pretty, obviously. Uh, we saw what happened. Rodgers MVP, uh, number one offense. And now this third year, maybe they're just going to be setting records. I know they could. they got an extra game now. I'm going to do it. What? Since everyone loves to be an authoritarian uh, these days, I'm going to be the authoritarian and say, Heil Prince are D-bag. Yeah, I- I'm in full agreement. I was going to save it till next segment, but you're right, Rowdy. Should we just do it now? Yeah, um, crown it. Crown his ass. Overinflated sense of self-worth and a low level of intelligence. This is your D-Bag of the Week. Rowdy, since this was your nomination, and I know you feel really good about it because you've been slandered by Zach in the past. I kind of want to call him right now. The D-Bag tournament. I kind of want to call him. I mean, feel free. Do I dare put him on speaker? Well, let him know that he's live on air. I don't want him to drop any words. Call him right now, see if he picks up. Put on speaker. You want to do it? Yeah, we're doing it. All right, do it right now. Put it on speaker. I, I bet she doesn't pick up. He's not. I, I guarantee he won't pick up. Yeah. You've just won D bag of the week. You're li- you're what li- are your initial thoughts? You're live on air. You're live on air, by the way. Awesome. I take that as a patch of pride with patch of pride. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Have a good day. <laughs> Just had to let him know. <laughs> Thank you. Have a good day. <laughs> I'm glad he picked up. I didn't think he was going to pick up. I did honestly did not think he was <laughs> Oh, my God. We have too much fun here. One more segment. One more segment left, baby. Well, I mean, for you, Rowdy. There's one more segment for Rowdy. Ben and I are then going to take the wheels of uh, the Michael show. I still have to set out affiliate fires. Oh, I love what we do here. I love that. Thank you. I take it with a, what do you say, a patch of, what do you say? I don't know. He's kind of cutting in and out. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> Thank you. Have a nice day.